Welcome to We Geek Podcast. Today is June 28th, 2021. Actually, it's July. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Okay, yeah. July 28th, 2021. And my name is Adam, and as always, joined by my good friend, Logan. Hello. Hey, dude, man. So, how, dude, how have you been? I, I, you know, I've had a good June. It's almost over. Um, Where's the <laughs> yeah. year going? Seriously, though, man, it's the end of July. It's the end of freaking July already. My God. Like, where did this year go? Yeah. And I feel like, yeah. I feel like we say that all the time, but it's like, cool. It's like February, and then we turn around, and it's, you know, it's almost August now. It's like, my God. Yep. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's, it's been, it's been wild. It's been crazy, dude. Yeah. So, so man, what have you been up to? Uh, work. <laughs> work, work, work. It's, yeah, it wasn't so bad this week. Um, but like, um, this this weekend is gonna be fun with Jungle Cruise, and then next weekend, Suicide Squad. Um, oh, Suicide Squad! I cannot wait for. That's that's it's what we should should rename all the theater crews. <laughs> just. <laughs> I oh just, no, that's terrible. It's hey man, we we sign up for for this job and we know going in we may not come back out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw they had a big starro somewhere. Like there's like a giant I don't know if it's an inflatable starro, but it looked legit. That's that's awesome. I wouldn't be surprised. Like they James Gunn posted it's on his Twitter. If you're listening, go take a look at it. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm I'm you know, just been the same old, same old. Like it's, it's 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 pizza place during the day, movie theater at night. Lots of fun. Lots and lots of fun. Lots of yeah, fun. Dude. Oh, it was in London. Okay, that's where it was. Yeah. It was it's huge. It was a it was a statue, apparently. Yeah, it's gigantic. It's absolutely gigantic. It looks crazy. Yeah. That's nuts. Yep. I'm actually not actually seeing the picture of it that he posted. God, that is huge. Holy cow. Yeah. That's rad. Very cool. Very nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, dude, I've I've been chilling. Um not been playing World of Warcraft, and I'm sure we'll get into all that. Yeah, you've been uh what is it, a new world? Is yeah, it? I've been playing a new world. Um nice. Amazon's game, another terrible company. Uh, I just, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I've been playing a new world, and it is a lot of fun. It is, uh, if you don't know, New World is a upcoming uh, MMO um, RPG. Um, it's not as, I guess, I always compare everything to WoW because that's like the that's the MMO that I've just played for so long and. It used to be the light on the shine, you know. The, what's the phrase? The a light on a on a hill or whatever. Yeah. That used to be the MMO that everyone tried to emulate, but it's not really like that. It's it's almost like classic WoW in a way, because there's no mounts. When you join a server, there's no layers, so you have a name on the server. You're gonna bump into the same people on the server. So you can build up a reputation, good or bad, and it's kind of interesting. I love that. These sandbox MMOs, that's my favorite because, you can, like I said, you can get a reputation. The more you're on, the more you're interacting with people, more people like you, uh, and it's fun. It's fun to interact with the same people. It's fun to jump on and see the same people. You make a bunch of friends. It's, it's really cool. I hate MMOs that – do their best to separate you yeah and i feel like destiny does that 
huge. Destiny's not real. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Destiny's not an MMO, but I feel like they were really trying to. Um, but like with Destiny, when you're anywhere, there's maybe 12 people at most. Um, where this, there's not. You can have 50, hundreds. You, it, you know, it, if someone's logged in and they're, and they're next to you, they're next to you. So that's pretty cool. It feels... I, I have not played a lot of Assassin's Creed. That's We know that, right? Like, I've played a couple of hours here and there of each game. But it kind of reminds me of the uh, Assassin's Creed because you are you got all the different weapons. Um, the time period uh, for uh, New World is kind of set during the time where, like, we discovered America, right? Or, uh, you know, well, they discovered America long before that, but you know what I'm saying. The, uh, yeah, the, the agreed upon, like, 14, right. late 1400s sort of era. Exactly. Um, now, were there pirates around that time? Sure there were. Probably, right? yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of got that feel, like right now I have like complete pirate garb. Um, but what's cool is, so it's set in that time frame, and basically you go on an expedition where you hear that no one's returned, right? We've heard this a million times. You go on that expedition, you get, you know, there's this giant cloud on the horizon. You go in it, and bam, you're in this place called A New World. And it's that time frame, so it's very grounded, but suddenly there's like an ice gauntlet or a fire gauntlet. So like there is a little bit of magic in the game and there's like a staff where you can heal and stuff like that. But for the most part, it's very action oriented. It's not uh, World of Warcraft or Final Fantasy where you're clicking one, two, three, four, five for your, you know, your rotation. It's uh, action-based, so you're clicking. Um, and then there's a few buttons around your WASD for movement. Um, because they built it like that, this is 100% going to be going to consoles. I guarantee it. Um, they've made this... I mean, it looks perfect for a controller. I didn't play it with a controller, but they made it to be played with a controller. Um and you level up your, you know, your sword, your axe. I'm doing a hatchet right now, hatchet and bow. You level those up. You put points in it. To the more, uh, you know, the higher level you get, the more points you put into it. Um, and yeah, it's it's like a half crafting game, half PvP. So like you're running around, you're gathering things, you're doing all these quests, a lot of PVE stuff, and then there's a ton of PvP. What's cool what's kind of separates this from a lot of MMOs is in this one, there's three factions and there, you can, depending on how well your, your faction does depends on like, like when you pull up the map, it will show who owns which area. Okay. So let's say you're the covenant, you're the paladins, right? And your, your color is like gold. When you pull up the map, you'll see which area the paladins control. And if you control a specific area, then that means you get a ton of bonuses. You get, you know, you get, uh, you can run faster. You can do all sorts of different things. So the idea is you want your faction to control the most spots. Right. And they don't let you change factions 120 days because uh, they don't want people to just jump to the best one, right? That makes sense, yeah. Yes. Uh, they also give people bonuses if they join a faction that maybe might not be too good. Uh, 
and it's it's constantly changing the land masses they're constantly being taken over because basically you with the pvp i haven't done too much of it but you can go to war so you can do 50 versus 50 Ooh, okay yeah so you're put on a battlefield and you got 50 of your boys you're going against 50 other people and you go to war and you have to strategize there's like there's also other there's things on the battlefield that you can use um like torrents and stuff like that so uh, a, dude, all of the streamers are playing it right now. Everyone from Asmongold to Tim the Tapman, like just Shroud, everybody is playing this right now. Nice. Uh, and it's a, it's a lot of fun. It's very easy to get used to. Like if, if you're listening and you've ever wanted to try an MMO and you're like, oh, I've looked at the screens and there's just so many numbers and it's so many buttons. This is as easy it's going to get. But it's also you got to have a little bit of skill because – you know, it's action oriented. So there's rifles, for example, there's bow and arrows. So like you have to have good aim, stuff like that. So it, dude, it's been a blast. It's been a ton of fun. I, I let me pull up my steam, see how many hours I've sunk into it <laughs> um, over the last couple of days. And it's all going to like the, the beta is until Tuesday. Um, if you order through steam, you know, they charge you and you can play up until, next Tuesday and then it comes out August 30th uh, Amazon they'll send you a code and you can they don't charge you of course so you could cancel your pre-order if you decide you don't like it um, let's see I played I played 34.8 hours because I'm a crazy person <laughs> none of this is gonna matter because it's all gonna disappear next Tuesday <laughs> right but but I've sunk a lot of time into it I've had a ton of fun with it Um. But yeah, dude, it's it's been a blast playing that the last couple of the uh, last week or so. Nice, very cool. Jesus, almost feels like a full time job. Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been playing a lot of it. Well, I, I don't have Warcraft anymore. I, I uh, canceled that subscription. Yeah, uh, I don't know. You want to talk about that later? Or should we talk about that now? I'll talk about it now. Why not? Okay, where do we even start with this? Hold on, let me. <laughs> Uh, let me. So basically, the state of California is suing Blizzard, uh, Activision Blizzard, over widespread harassment of women. Um, so, not just harassment. Um, there's also some other things in there too, like, um, you know, not equal pay. Uh, you know, women specifically were not were passed over uh, for promotions and stuff like that when they did deserve it. Um, they've been doing a two year investigation of the company. Um, and they've, you know, for a state to sue you, they've had to uncover a mountain of evidence. Um, and it's, uh, you know, and once it was announced, um, it seemed like this surprised nobody that worked there. Some people it did, uh, because unfortunately they thought they were alone, but once they realized how many people have come forward? Hundreds. The state says they have, you know, hundreds of, uh, you know, whatever you call it, witnesses or testimonies. Um, it, it, it's not just, you know, this isn't a one person, you know, saying one thing or whatever. This is a mountain of, this is, this is a culture within their company that has been just terrible. Uh, Essentially from the beginning. Well, some of the names in this. So hold on. Let me pull this up. 
Yeah, because there's been there's been like five apologies, and it's they're all bad. Yeah, they're, um, yeah, none of them are good. Like none of no. them are are good apologies whatsoever. They're all just they're all sort bad. of the like, well, we're sorry if people got offended. Sort of apologies. Right. It's ridiculous. The, the only one I read that I thought was maybe a little bit sincere was Metzen, but he doesn't work there anymore. Yeah. But his hands aren't, you know, and he puts this in his letters. His hands are not clean. You know, this is the problem is a lot of these people that were the problem aren't there anymore. You know, we, I've talked about it, how most of Blizzard is gone. They've all left to green, green pastures. Yeah. They, they left a long time ago, you know, and now it's makes me wonder if, 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 you know, well, some of them of course were for this reason, you know, but you know, it's bad. Um, yeah. Where do we start with this? Uh, the, the, the ones that were especially bad, the, um, the letters were from like Fran Towson. She's the CEO um, of blizzard. She's, she's only been there for like maybe two years at the most. Yeah. And hers was, well, this never happened to me and I, look how high, high up I am. Yeah. Which is, you know, absolutely not the way you want to go about this. No. no, and it's no surprise that someone from the Bush administration has such a terrible take. Yeah, um, right. Sorry, but yeah, it's it's bad. So yeah, so there's, and it gets it gets really bad. Have you read the um, the lawsuit at all? The I haven't read the 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 whole thing. No, I mean you get the the bullet points and everything, and it talks about the the sort of frat boy culture and everything. I mean it's it sounds. You look at it, and and unfortunately, you look at this and you say, well, it's a bunch of video game nerds. I'm not surprised, because it reinforces that, those kinds of stereotypes. It's like, oh, no, wait. It's, it, is, it is this kind of people. It, it is these guys doing these things. It's, and it's, it's nerds turned into rock stars. Yeah. And, and, that, and, um, it, and it's not just a – the thing is, is this is not just a Blizzard thing. Riot just went through the exact same thing. Well, yeah. sort of. I didn't uh, – did, Ubisoft went through Ubisoft. something yeah, Ubisoft. like that too. Like oh, they... yeah. Uh, I talked to someone at Turtle Rock Studio, you know, and I was like, hey, you know, everything going on with Blizzard, is this, is this something that you've seen? He's like, yeah, no, this does not surprise me. This like a lot of the things they're describing, he's seen firsthand at Turtle Rock Studio, which is owned by Valve. Like this is a culture within this industry that is a problem. That that, that these people are not willing to, not willing, but you know, it's not even a willing thing. It's they're afraid to stand up to say anything because of these people in power. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it got you know and. I'm not going to go into too much of the details, but unfortunately a woman took her life on a, on a business trip with her manager and he was found with like adult toys and all sorts of crazy things. They passed around pictures of her at a Christmas party and, and then they had the audacity in a letter this week to say, well, it had nothing to do with that. It had nothing to do with any of this. And this woman took her life because of the harassment, because of everything that went on. And it's, it's just so, it's crazy. Cause I don't know it. They have a lot of problems. Uh, you know, it, it, who cares about if their games are, you know, kind of shit or whatever, like that would be a giant problem. 
in, you know, any other day of the week, but now they have this on top of it. Uh, today, I believe they're striking. Um, yeah, today's the, the walkout. The walkout, yeah. So the employees of Activision Blizzard, I think like over 2,000 people signed a document saying, you know, their their response to this has been atrocious. Um, Bobby Kozik, or what's his name? Bobby Kodik? Yeah. Uh, came out. He's a crazy person, too. He came out uh, officially and said something as well once the stock dipped. Yeah. Weird. It, we are taking action. The leader, what did he say? Something like the leadership team has heard you loud and clear. It's, I mean, it's, it's words. It's yeah. empty. It's empty words because they're not going to follow through on this. Yeah. Um, and it's, like I said, uh, to me, a lot of, a lot of these people have left. That's, that's the thing. Uh, one of the people named in it, Alex Abersabi. Um, he was the former senior creative director of wow. Remember last week when I was talking about a guy that came, um, it was Ian that came from uh, EverQuest and the forums and stuff like that. Alex had kind of this exact same come up. Okay. He, he was big in EverQuest. He, he was just, he just played the game. Um, and they hired him because of his, same with Ian, because they were a part of the EverQuest community. They they were the players that like they wanted to cater to like, Hey, you guys know what you want. Come work for us. Let's make a better game. He had kind of the same startup, but apparently he's been a psycho for a long time. Um, I was reading Chris Metzen's tweets. Apparently Metzen, you know, he, if you don't know, Chris Metzen was voice of thrall. He, he was a co-creator of Diablo. Uh, he was kind of the face of the company for a little bit when you go to BlizzCon and stuff like that. But he's also an extremely he's what do you call it, an introvert where he just doesn't be he's not around people. Yeah. Uh, he has extreme anxiety, which is why he quit. Um, you know, he's he's gone on to talk about a lot that a lot. And one of his biggest failures he talks about is he just wasn't there. He wasn't there to oversee anything. He wasn't there in in a lot, you know, he his only interactions with Alex apparently, according to him, was when they would have meetings and they would talk about story. But, and, and this was a lot of people that have spoken up, talked about Mets and how he just wasn't there because of his anxiety, because of his, he just never was there. Um, and that's a problem in management. You have to be present. You have to be there. You have to, you know, um, stop these things when they happen. Um, and even his wife, Cat uh, Metzen, uh, she was, she wasn't immune to this. She spoke up on Twitter as well about how she had PTSD from the exact same thing, which is why she left Blizzard years ago. She didn't know. She thought she was alone. She didn't know how many people were affected, and that just goes to show that you know, this is Chris Metzen's wife, She's totally not immune to this kind of harassment. That's how deep it goes in this company. It's, I don't know, man. It's been kind of wild the last couple of days um, and sad seeing all of this because, like, I've talked about it a bunch. Blizzard is the company that, like, those are the games that I loved the most, right, growing up. Warcraft 2, Starcraft, Diablo. Like, those are the games that I probably played the most outside of, like, Pokemon probably. And now it's like, pff, I've, it's weird. 
Like, I don't want to play him. I don't want to support him. At least not until they actually have change, you know? Um, I don't know. I don't know what to do because there's still a lot of people there that I do want to support. Obviously, there's a lot of good people there in these games I've loved, but I can't. I had to cancel my subscription. And I'm sure that, in the, you know, that might not mean much. I'm sure there's still millions of people that play, but uh, I don't know. It just doesn't feel right. Not until I, you know, they actually do some change. Um, and what I'm afraid also is that this is just going to be Activision's prime time to just gut everybody, fill them with Activision people, and then they'll officially kill the game. So this is this is just terrible. Um, the other problem is, like, I want legal, like, not just the state of California to sue them. Like, they, I don't even know how, like, would they be able to go after the men involved in this? Like, that's what I want. I want them arrested. I want, like, not just, you know, a, the state to sue them. Like, they should be thrown in jail. I, I don't know. How, how does that work? I, I That I don't know. I couldn't tell you how legal proceedings like that work. Um, I would imagine that this that, that there are avenues for this to open into lines of investigation. Um, I don't know. I mean, there's, there's such a tremendous track record in the criminal justice system of, of people like this getting what they deserve, of course. But yeah, you're right. there's... <sighs> I mean, that, 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 that's the problem is most, Oh, well, I don't know. I have a feeling a lot of these people, the ones that were named have left. Um, some of the other people that were named were Jay Allen Brack, who is the president currently of blizzard. He has only been president for three years. So, you know, but he's been there during these years, right? He's been there for a very long time and he's kind of, you know, it, and in, and in the, the lawsuit, they talk about him speaking with Alex. Like, they called... This is how bad it is. Alex's room during BlizzCon was called the Cosby Suite. Jesus. So that's what, 2016 or 15, whenever Cosby got in trouble for all that? Yeah. That's how... Like, that's... This is a known thing where they... Like, it was almost a joke. Well, it was a joke, I guess, to them. Apparently... They had to have meetings and meetings, Jay Allen Brack with Alex, and he, that's why uh, most people who don't pay attention to Blizzard or any of that don't know him or whatever, but he he quit last year. Um, he he was slowly let go, essentially, very quietly um, during all the Me Too stuff, because they knew this was a mountain uh, ready to fall, so he uh he he left last and see, that's the other problem, um, or that's a big problem I have, is all of these people that are gone, they're not, it's, they're going after Activision Blizzard. They're not going after the people that, that caused it, if that makes sense. Um, right, but there's still plenty of people there who, who true. were a part of this and participated in it. And especially, I mean, I mean, Kodak's been CEO for how many years over there? Like, I mean, this is. I, I, I mean, almost everything that I read in there was Blizzard. That's the thing. Uh, may, maybe there was some Call of Duty stuff. I, I, I don't know. It. I, I guess what I'm. What I, all I'm trying to say is that I, of course, want them to go after the people still there. I just. It sucks that the that a lot of these people are gone and they're going to get away with it. Um, and now they're all spread out. You have Frost Giant. You have. 
um, Dreamhaven with Mike Morheim. You have all these different companies that have popped up now. Chris Metzen is doing like, uh, what do you call it, Warhammer stuff. So they're all spread out and none of them are going to be held accountable. The only people that are, are still there. Um, I don't know, man. It's just this, this is terrible. Um, yeah. And I mean, you would like to hope, um, perhaps idealistically and foolishly, that these these other these other places are going to look at these people who where where names have been named and say, you know what, actually get the hell out. Like we don't yeah. we don't want you in that crap here. But I mean, we've we have seen time and time again, and this is what this is what drives me up a wall, is that gamers in particular, specifically this generation that really grew up on, on Nintendo and, and, you know, Genesis, like my, you know, millennials, my, my era of people and slightly older who grew up getting all the shit, all the crap who were bullied constantly because we were nerds. And then we turn around and we make big successes out of ourselves. And then they do this crap. Yeah. And it just makes me crazy. It it makes me realize, you know what, actually, you guys should have been stuffed into lockers. You guys should have been harassed because you had this coming to you. If this is if this is the kind of person you were gonna turn out to be, and don't tell me don't give me this whole like, well, it happened because I was bullied. I, that's 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 a crutch, that's an excuse, it's garbage. You were a garbage person and you're finding a way to justify your garbage behavior. We're supposed to be better than that we went through we went through this crap and we turn around and we do this like it's disgraceful and it makes me sick right and then let's say you're just a let's say you're just a cold-hearted person and you want to look at this at a production level right it's no wonder blizzard has had so many issues over the years with putting out games putting out uh, quality over the last however many years when the women are being chased around through cubicles through a a cube crawl when they're afraid to go to work when they know they're not going to get ahead when hr stops them before they can even get to to mike morheim that was a lot of things i saw on twitter a lot of the women that worked there would complain about it it would never reach mike morheim's desk and they'd be they'd be forced out you know they'd have a target on their back um and it's no it's no wonder that they've had so many issues because um, that kind of work environment fucking sucks. It's not good for anybody. It's terrible all around. And now that the, I, you know, the only, you know, at least there's now a light on it, right? There's a, someone shining a light on it, like, hey, the fuck's going on over there? Yeah. And hopefully these other companies that have propped up that have ex Blizzard employees in them, they, 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 they have to do something. They have to. I have to imagine over the next couple of weeks we will see people quietly leave those companies as well because um, there's no room for that. Um, I think the only way – well, it's not going to be you know, uh, it's not going to be what do they call it, a, a silver bullet or whatever to fix this, but they need to unionize. Yes, it's they do. It's long overdue. Yes, um, it, it is the, absolutely long overdue. Yeah, and that's the only way they're going to have any kind of protection, and this is – this is probably just a, the tech industry in general, right? Not just gaming or whatnot. Um, this is Silicon Valley. They have to unionize um, if they want to be treated equally. And that's all they're asking for. You know, hey, maybe not grab Sally's tits on her lunch break. Like, that's not that much to ask for, right? Like, it's crazy that they're doing this. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, it's, oh man, it's, it's so sad to see. Um, yeah, and it makes me feel gross. I uninstalled um, Warcraft. I'm not going back to that. Um, I'm not going to say ever, but just not anytime soon. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, same with all my friends that are playing it. We're we're mostly doing Final Fantasy now, and there's there's tons of other stuff to do. Uh, but it's just kind of left a sour taste in our mouth all week. Um, it feels gross. Uh, but I don't know. I hope the people that work there, uh, you know, I hope this works. I hope that they do get what they want. I hope that, you know, it's, they can change this. They could totally turn this around. Um, but there's a lot of things they have to do, <laughs> unfortunately. And it starts from the top. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, so. those kind of changes are, are hard to get. Oh Yeah. Oh yeah, but hey, money talks. Money is the only thing I think these companies listen to. So uh, that that's why I cancel my subscription. That's why the talks stocks are now fa- falling. There's now a ton of lawsuits where they're going after uh, Activision, I believe, stockholders because they're like, hey, you knew about this and you did nothing. So I don't know what that's called when you're what kind of suit that is, but it's yeah, it's some kind of negligence, I think. Yeah. Yep. And now they've all started. So they they've got a lot of problems. Um, and you know, it, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how they're going to fix this. I don't, I think once they unionize, that's when they'll, that's when they'll start to get what they want. Yeah. No, I've, 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 I've long been a proponent of, of unionizing video game workers. There, there are a lot of logistical problems when it comes to it in terms of, how many of these <clears throat> companies also have studios overseas and yeah. how often do they work together? And there's there, that's, that's one thing that keeps that back is, is so many of those logistical problems because it's, it's, it's one company, but sometimes they, you know, but how many times does, does, you know, one of the like Canadian studios help out on one of the U S projects. And then how do you, how do you cover just one side of the employees as opposed to the whole thing? It's, it's, it's a mess that way. Yeah. And it's, it's, it sucks. It, it absolutely sucks. But there's, if, if I, I don't even know, I don't know what kind of union video game workers, like, like developers and programmers in particular, what they would even fall under. I know the workers, could conceivably be covered under the the writers guild the wga west um if they if they looked into that but i don't like i don't know about the about the tech workers um but there's Mm -hmm. it's it's like that's that's definitely something that will help um I'm, i'm with you it's not a it's not a silver bullet or anything but it's it would be a massive step forward and and it's yeah. something that I, I really hope that there is a renewed drive for and, and a push for because it needs to be done. It's it's been a long a very long time uh, necessary. Absolutely. I completely agree, man. I mean, even in one of their apologies, they started talking about this is why companies are leaving California. That was that was the one that drove me crazy because that was their <laughs> initial response. 
That was yeah. that was like Activision's like legal department or Blizzard's somebody's legal department's like official response is like this is. Did they get Joe Rogan on the phone or is it is it Car- is it is it Tucker Carlson that wrote that? Yeah. What the fuck was... are they talking about? People are leaving California because the upper management can't stop touching the women at their workplace. Yeah. Like what what does even that what is what does that even mean? It makes it made no sense. They just wanted to throw their political opinion in there that had nothing to do with this. Uh, it, yeah, yeah, man, I'm right there with you. That was so maddening. That just right there shows you they do not care. Yeah. Um, they they put they basically just told on themselves. They said everything you're reading and this is true because this is our response. Yeah. When when you're but it's it's one thing to have a non-apology apology. It's another thing to come out and just say. Uh, this is false, and this is another reason. What did they say? This is another way that California state bureaucrats are punishing companies and pushing them out yeah. of the state. And I'm like, yeah. that's just... It, if it's you're... one thing to defend your company and say, these are not true, whatever. Of course, you're going to do that. It's corporate, right? Yeah. But yeah, yeah, to do that. Oh, my God. Sorry yeah. to interrupt you. No, but I mean, you. no, you're absolutely right. It's like, that's, that's like, just, just why? Just who in the hell do you think you are when, when, when an entire state comes down and says, based on the results of our investigation, uh, you guys are terrible, awful, horrible people, and we're going to sue you over it. And here is all of this evidence and all of this testimony, and your response is, yeah, well, this is you're the reason why companies don't do business here anymore. That's just where in the hell do you come up with? That's the angle you want to take. Like, yeah. I don't, I I, uh, I don't understand this. I I don't get the entitlement crap. I don't get right. where it's like, hey, we're we're rich and we're making big things, so we can do whatever the hell we want. I mean, I know that's such a prevalent mindset, and it's the culture that we seem to live in because none of them get held responsible. Hell, they don't even have to pay any fucking taxes on anything. Right. But you know. I, I say, look, if the rich people want to go to space, let them. Just don't let them come back. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, bye, get out. Because this is the kind of crap that goes on. I mean, it's, it's I'm, I, yeah. uh, it's It's been a week now, and literally the only one that ever admitted, like, hey, yeah, we fucked up, was medicine. And that's, that's crazy. Yeah. You have all of these people at Blizzard, and not one of them put out a good statement. Yeah, it's it and, astounds me, like, just... I, I get I get the legal it's like they can't admit yeah I guess they, they can't admit to guilt I guess right but there are ways to address this that don't also put you in that legal jeopardy there are there are better yeah. ways than to say we we here at Activision Blizzard are listening and we would like to let you know that you should feel that you can contact our human resources department if you ever feel this way apparently fucking not yeah um, yeah like no I, it's it's, it's <laughs> That's the kind of thing that just absolutely blows my mind. Like when this kind of thing happens, no matter no matter what company you're at, whether it, it no matter if it's if it's you know if it's this kind of, of of harassment and discrimination or if it's any kind of harassment and discrimination, they're they're absolutely. I know they're supposed to be like, oh, you know, you we have this department you go to, we have these. Every company has you know these initiatives on on anti discrimination and what have you. And they don't mean anything unless there's teeth to them. If somebody comes to you and says, hey, look, this is happening. If more than one person comes to you and says, hey, this is happening, 
and the response to it is either is is you know the almost industry standard of you know lip service and nothing more mm-hmm. or you know god forbid the idea that you're told basically you know sit down shut up and get over it it's then but then what the hell is the point like there's there's no there's no reason to have a human resources department if you're not actually going to to treat people like humans and and the the audacity of companies to come out after something like this happens and talk about they want to promote an environment of of safety for its employees i did, did no you obviously don't because you had years to fix this and you had all of these things come to you time and time and time again and you did nothing you did less than nothing you 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 yeah. enabled it to become worse then then no you don't you don't get to say anything other than you know w- we are exceptionally sorry that yeah. that these employees suffered because that's what happened they suffered they didn't experience mm-hmm. they didn't they didn't they didn't deal with they suffered yeah. and we will do we will undertake this mountain of initiatives to to genuinely make things better who can we talk to on how to help what foundations can provide us resources how can we change this clearly broken system there's there are a thousand ways to say that without obviously the legal department freaking the hell out and and making admissions of guilt but you can admit a system in your company is broken yep and say we are committed to actual change. We are we are taking steps to say, you know what, this didn't work, obviously. But yeah. who do we talk to to fix it? How do we get in contact with people who can say, you know what, this is how this needs to be set up? And you can start by talking to, you know, just probably the average person on the street, as dumb as they tend to be, will still have that moment of humanity and tell you, stop being a terrible company. Stop treating people like they're objects. Stop letting people get away with this. Like that's I it 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 honestly it shouldn't surprise me anymore. It should not surprise me. It shouldn't astound me. It shouldn't amaze me that this continues to happen on such enormous scales and that the the people that tend to be at the forefront of this not not always but more frequently than than not are the kinds of people or come from the groups of people who are who are constantly bullied and ostracized and and pushed to the fringes and have understood this behavior and have understood what this feels like to be marginalized to be you know in to be to be constantly put down and then to to internalize that and use it as some sort of you know, justification for this behavior. Well, I went through this, so now I'm entitled to do whatever I want. No, you're not. Shut up and go away. Just stop. Just stop being in charge of people. Stop being responsible for people. Just go home and, you know, be made to cry for the rest of your life because you're a disgusting, terrible human being and you yeah. make me sick. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And it, it just... it. It absolutely makes me crazy. So I oh, yeah. I hope that this gets sorted out. And no matter where the people who were responsible for 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 this being such a a a, a horrifying experience and ordeal for for all of these employees who suffered, 
Uh, No no matter where the people responsible for this are, I hope there are repercussions. I hope there are consequences. I hope they get run out of this industry entirely. Uh, I have have zero patience for it. I have zero tolerance Mm -hmm. for it. And any studio who continues to employ these people without any sort of, you know, holding them accountable in any way, shape, or form should also suffer the same sort of, of walkout and you know, a voting with your wallet mentality, you know, they, they, they should suffer financially for it because if they're going to be complicit in it, then they should share the same fate. Absolutely. I I also do want to say, I know a lot of people are conflicted about that are playing that want to quit or maybe not play Diablo or do whatever. And I, I I also want to say, I don't judge you if you do want to continue. I know that these kind of games there's a lot of people out there that look to play these kind of games because they're in a very similar situation and that's your escape and from the harsh realities of whatever's going on in your life. I get it. I totally do. I've been there. You know, it. I get it. So no judgment there either. It, don't feel guilty about that. Um, Agreed. Just, you know, it, it's hard to you know, you throw a rock. You're going to find a company that uh, – is terrible <laughs> and awful. Um, so it's, I get it, dude. So yeah, I just wanted to say, cause I didn't want to come off like I was judgmental or anything by quitting or whatnot. I just, I, it just personally, I just didn't, it didn't feel right. Uh, and it feels gross. You know, it's, 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 it sucks, man. It's terrible all around. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, I, I don't know. I, no real way to, transition out of this no topic. i i i always i always hate when we have to because we do need to talk about when things like this happen because it's yeah. news and it's important and it needs to be called out um but it's yeah. you know it always does cast a a a wonderfully festive pall over over the mm-hmm. the proceedings um it yep. just it kicks it does it kicks it up it covers it like a like a, a a cloud of dust like something you'd get off a dune or something which is why there was a trailer this week yes <laughs> there you go it, I I couldn't I that was a terrible segue uh, that, that was, was good. that was spice must flow man <laughs> spice must flow um, but yeah we we got the we they started with like the the cast posters the all the different one sheets for everything and they looked great and then we got the trailer we finally got the first official trailer trailer for dune and i'm pumped i'm i'm hyped like this i'm i'm really looking forward to this i was afraid they were gonna show too much but i don't think they did they showed a lot they showed a they showed a little bit of a lot which i'm good with they showed the things that needed to be showed they gave you the characters cool um they gave you a look at at the at the the harkonnens cool and then they gave you the, they did give the one giant, they gave the chase with the, the sandworm. It's like, all right. And then they showed it and it was just that still. And it's like, oh, that's, that's going to be an image for a long time. Yes. Oh yeah. Cause that thing looks terrifying. It does. Yeah. They did a great job with yeah. the worms for sure. Uh, yeah. I, I, I fucking loved it. Wait, why did my mind just go blank? The actor for Aquaman, Jason Momoa. Yeah. Um, I loved his little back and forth with him. Like, I was like, okay, I like this is really cool. I really like this. Yeah, uh, I love that little scene that they did. Um, uh, yeah, no, and Zeldaya or Zeldaya or Zendaya. There you go, Zeldaya. My mind's going blank right now. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I loved her little introduction and explaining 
like in two seconds, she kind of explained the world a little bit. Yeah. Um, uh, which is, it's crazy. Like how like a 180 I've done on Dune when, since we've seen like the OG movie, um, well, and whatnot. I mean, you know, that, that original movie was, was terrible and it's, it was a problem of the, the source material was ahead of the technology. Like you, yes. you just couldn't do that movie back then, but they didn't care. They were like, yes, we, we can absolutely do it. And then there were also so many production issues, uh, from an executive level. Um, they didn't give like David Lynch was frozen out. Like he, he made that movie and then they shut him out. Like they cut him, they cut him out of the edits. Uh, they, they, you know, that was an executive run movie and yeah. it was a nightmare. And so you got what you got and it was bad. Like <laughs> it, oh, yeah. it just, it just was. Um, yes. Yeah. So if you've never seen the original Dune, I would not watch it. I, I probably, uh, you know, read the book. Every, you know, everyone says books are better than the movies, of course. Um, and in th- and in that case, it's very much true because the book is absolutely. really interesting. It's very, it is a little dated. You can definitely tell. You know, it was, it is, it is science fiction that was written in the past. Um, yeah. But it's not. It it's it's it, it still holds up really well. Um, yes. I I I definitely think. Well, yeah, what I was going to say is that you could probably wait to watch the movie and then read the book or read the book and then watch the movie and see what they did right. Because from what I understand, the movie is going to be half of the first book um, or it's it's not going to be all the way to the end. Um, uh, and also, like, you can – there's a lot of things out there that you can watch uh, that will give you an idea of the world of Dune. Um, this is one thing – that I every once in a while go back and watch because I'm like, that's so fucking cool how this guy sets it up. There's this guy, Matthew Colville. Um, he uh, He's a video game writer. He's a writer. He writes some, some books. And he's a dungeon master, right? Like he, uh, He's mostly known for his D&D stuff, right? Okay. He's on YouTube. His name is Matthew Colville. Go look up his Dune Part 1, the, plan, the uh, planologist. Uh, planet, planetologist. Um and he basically gives you – it's like a 10-minute video. Here, I'll send it to you, Logan. Uh, it's like a 10-minute video, um, and it's part one. There's a part two. And it basically just gives you a cool introduction to the world, which to me is the main character. Uh, yes, I, I agree. Absolutely. Yes. Oh, yeah. And the more I learned about uh, Frank Herbert uh, and the world of Dune and everything else, uh, the more – I really, I was like, oh, okay, that's why he made those decisions because that's what he was. That's what he was into. He's also a journalist, um, uh, and it's, I don't know, so, so many other things. But I'm, I'm getting off track. But the the Matthew Colville video called Dune Part One: The Planetologist is really a cool introduction. The way he describes it, he's like, I'm going to tell you something that they briefly go over in the book. And this, he, and he basically says, this is how I would set up the movie. And it doesn't spoil anything. It just kind of, it, it gets you to know the world that you're living in, the different factions, and how everything runs. Uh, and of course, Spice. Um, and it's just such a cool, like, watching that video will make you want to read the book. It will make you excited for the movie. Um, it'll, you'll you'll want to do one of those two things the moment you watch that video. He does such a great job doing that so i yeah i've been following him for a little bit now his his videos about storytelling 
and fantasy and stuff like that in Dungeons and Dragons is just fascinating. Nice. It's really cool. Very cool. Very cool. Indeed. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. So check that out. But yeah, man, I'm I'm I am fucking pumped for this movie, dude. Yeah. No, it's I'm I'm I am hyped. Like this is this is gonna be awesome. I definitely think it's gonna be worth the wait. Oh yeah, and worth to see it in the theater. This yep. is a movie theater movie. <laughs> you wanna go see this in the theater. Yeah, though, this yeah. is this is definitely one of those. Um and we'll talk about why that's important to Legendary here in a minute. But uh, That's what's got me worried. Uh, uh, that's fair. Um, but something yeah. something interesting, to put a, a brief pause on the Legendary news, um, they officially announced the next uh, Dragon Ball movie, the next one, in, the next uh, Super one. Um, it's going to be called, Dra- it's Dragon Ball Super, Super Heroes, uh, coming out 2022. I was like, oh, all right, cool. So that's a thing. Like, all right. <laughs> right. Superheroes. Uh, yeah. Hey. Hey, cool. Right. All right. Uh, generic as hell title, but okay. <laughs> yeah. I, what was, uh, what was, oh, man. Um, oh, oh, what was his name? Oh, God, hold on. The Great Saiyan Man? Yes. Was that, was that Gohan's name? Yeah, I remember and, that. <laughs> I don't know. When you say superhero, and I get like they are superheroes. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I still haven't finished Super. I need to. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. It's so good because the tournament of power arc at the end is just it's that's it that is a thing that is absolutely a love letter to the series, just from start okay. to finish. Like it is very much a celebration of all things Dragon Ball, and it's so good. Hell yeah, dude! It's it's definitely yeah. definitely need to 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 finish that. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we talked about legendary for a second. There are there is word floating around that legendary, the giant basically bank of a production company, is exploring the idea of a merger or an outright sale. And huh? I. I do not know how to feel about this. Um, I'm yeah. going to go with uh, concerned, I think is fair. A lot of companies seem to be wanting to <laughs> leave that, uh, sell their, yeah, I don't know, man. It... Where would you want to see Legendary go? I mean, I feel like Warner Brothers is the obvious choice. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. It's got to be. I Like, it's, it's. Because they've been connect, they've been joined at the hip for so long. I I really feel like the new, you know, Warner Brothers Discovery company that they're building is is the best place for them in terms of connections and synergy and you know fill in your corporate buzzwords here. Um, I would not be surprised to see. Disney and Universal each make a play for it. Yeah, just yeah. just because Legendary is massive. Legendary is a is a monumental name value. Oh yeah, if nothing else. Um, so I like I I would expect to see a lot of activity around this. If this if this turns out to be true, I think you're going to see. I, I just don't see how you let this opportunity pass. I think you jump on this. Um, yeah. Yeah, Warner Brothers has to jump on this. Um, what? Because that's which one? I mean, I'm trying to think. They, they obviously have Godzilla. 
Um, they did, of course, Dune. They they're the ones that did the Pokemon movie, right? Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh, they did Warcraft. That's right. That's right. Um, Jurassic World. I thought Universal. Oh no, they worked with Universal with that one. Got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Looking through all the list of their movies. Yeah, it's all almost exclusively Warner Brothers. Some Universal. Yeah, I don't think this is going to go to Disney. Disney's got their hands full. <laughs> um, but yeah, I yeah, I think you're right. I think this has got to go to Warner Brothers. I mean, I just that's I I think that's the the obvious choice because of of the history there. You know. But, yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. We'll see. There's a lot of Universal in here too. So yeah, I'd be happy with them going to either one of those companies. Um I think it'd work. It's it's got to be Warner Brothers. I mean, you look at yeah. their their history. I mean, Universal, I mean, uh, the Legendary's first Legendary Entertainment's first feature film that they helped produce was Batman Begins. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was Batman Begins and then there was Superman Returns, 300, The Dark Knight, Watchmen, you know, mm-hmm. you can I Jonah Hex. So I'm sorry about that. Inception, uh, Hangover, Hangover, Dark Knight Rises, uh, Man of Steel, like so much. You know, Godzilla. There's it's either it's either going to be Universal or or Warner Brothers because that's where the bulk of of all of this comes from. Like there's so much you know Warner Brothers. There's so much Universal. God, Dracula is pretty underrated. I agree. I genuinely, I, I legitimately agree. God, their first, holy hell, half of their filmography is, their, Jesus, that's all Warner Brothers here. I didn't realize. You know, Lady in the Water, The Ant Bully, Beer Fest, We Are Marshall, Observe and Report, Trick or Treat. Oh, they worked on Trick or Treat. Uh, Clash of the Titans, The Town, Due Date, Sucker Punch, like you said, The Hangover Movies. Jack the Giant Slayer, like there's so so many Warner Brothers movies. Yep. Pacific Rim, I forgot Pacific Rim was Warner Brothers. I thought that was Universal. It's 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 crazy. Straight out of Compton for Universal. It's basically a split between Warner Brothers and Universal in terms of 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 their productions. But it's I you know, it's it's going to be interesting to see where they end up because if that's because they're part of the, uh, the oh, what's the uh, what's the big Chinese company? Um, was it Wanda Dolly or uh, the the group? It's it was the the Dolly the Dolly and Wanda group. Hmm. They're that's one of the companies that 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 uh, oh. conglomerate over in China owns. Is legendary. Okay. So hmm. that's. I, now I'm really curious because that's the second bit of the entertainment industry that they've spun off. Because I believe that they sold off their shares in AMC theaters hmm. as well. Somebody did. I remember recently, like after the last uh, stock surge or what have you, there was a somebody. Um, cashed out their, uh, yeah, it was the it was the Dolly and Wanda group. They converted their shares to a lower tier, but 
but basically they they gave up their I don't want to say authority, but I don't um what voting power I think like they they greatly reduced what their say in it. Uh, yeah. So now if they're trying to look to sell off legendary, I mean they're slowly getting out of the entertainment business. That seems like it. Interesting and yeah. mildly concerning. But I don't know. That's that's certainly going to be something to keep an eye on for sure. Um, oh but, yeah. But uh, we got the we got the uh, poster and a quick cast list for uh, Jordan Peele's new movie. It's called Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he really likes these like one very short titles. Yeah, just just very brief, very. There you go. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, but uh, the the cast on the poster includes Daniel Kaluuya, uh, Kiki Palmer, and Stephen Yun, um, and it's slated for July twenty second, twenty twenty two. Yeah. And that's that's it. the The poster's neat. You know, looks I like interesting. It. Um, what is what is so, the, the, I saw the trailer, but on the poster, what is that, like a cloud with a kite? Yes, I think. I was like, what is that? Yeah. yeah. It's hard to just Google nope. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's gonna be so weird. Um, I'm seeing a lot of like it's just a it's just a floating cloud. Uh, the running conspiracy theory seems to be uh, aliens. Right, right, yeah, that's what it seems like. like. I, I don't think it's I don't think it's aliens. I think it's I I don't know what the, let's was, let's break the, let's take a real good look at this because it is it's like a kite tail on a cloud. It's, it was agonist all along. Sorry, I'm sorry. God. <laughs> but it's just this. It's weird because it's this cloud over a town. Yeah, but it's very specifically just over this town and also some of it apparently was shot with IMAX cameras oh okay a new terror from the mind of Jordan Peele so it's definitely going to be it's 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 not going to be a giant action piece but yeah 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 I, I, I'd say that I'm, I'm in let's go like I'm always going to be curious because it's it's you can always count on you can depend on on Jordan for quality for sure um, yeah. So I am, I am very very interested. Uh, <laughs> and in some HBO Max news, um, they remember we've talked about like they've got all kinds of, you know, HBO Max original projects in the work. A lot of DC properties, uh, including a Batgirl movie, and they have found their Batgirl. They cast Leslie Grace, who was uh, Nino Rosario in In the Heights. Okay. And I yeah. that's I I'm that's gonna be interesting. Like I like that choice. I haven't seen that yet. I've seen like a bunch of memes and stuff on Instagram or whatnot with the music, but I have not seen the movie. Oh it's so oh it's good. It's re- yeah. it's really good. Oh yeah. It has a post credit scene, which struck me as strange, but I was <laughs> Did Spider Man show up or something? <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Oh, imagine Spider-Man shows up and sings. Oh, that'd be great. Sorry, go ahead. 
<laughs> yeah, sure. Spider-Man the Musical. That won't be a giant disaster at all. Well, if you think of New York City, right? That's where they're at, right? Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. The musical was a disaster. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. Yeah, we remember Turn Off the Dark. Yeah. <laughs> we try not to, but we do. <laughs> oh, wouldn't, wouldn't that be wild if they let him do a Spider-Man musical, the movie? <laughs> I, oh, I would watch it. We the the closest we got to that, and it's the closest we ever need to get, were the occasional singing sequences in in the Spider Verse. There you go. Between <laughs> between Peter Parker's Christmas album and Miles not knowing all of the words to Sunflower, but not right. letting that stop him from singing it anyway, like yeah. that's like I was good with that. Like that made sense. That worked. <laughs> I love those character moments. We don't need singing Spider Man after that. That's We're true. Good. That's true. Unless it's Nicolas Cage. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Then you know. Then fine. But his pig movie's doing really good. I yeah. Yeah. Critics seem to love it. I it's the thing is like Nicolas Cage can act. He genuinely can. It's He's just that fun. He, it's just that he either does or he doesn't. He doesn't do subtle. Yeah, exactly. I think he's just living his best life. Yeah, and you know what? More power to him. He keeps getting work, and he's not like he's he's just him. It's like, all right, cool. Bet. Do you think? You know, huh? you know who else I've really turned around on um, is Adam Sandler. Like, I don't like his movies, but I keep thinking about that that um, Uncut Gems movie. Man, it's it's a hell of a performance. Oh yeah. Yeah, it, it, there's been a lot of... Oh, I can go on a tangent right now. I don't know if I should. Okay. A, a tangent on this show? Tangent, what are the odds? Yes. So, I don't know how much Twitch you watch. None. Um, none. Okay, I love Twitch. Twitch is... I Like, I watch a ton of Hassan. I love his political takes. Um, every once in a while, I pop over to, like, Asmongold and stuff like that. So, right now, the big problem with Twitch is that people are doing gambling streams. Oh, no. And as you can tell, as you could imagine, um, that is a giant problem. Um, H3H3 just jumped to uh, Twitch as well to do their show. And Ethan, that's his thing. He always, like, finds something that's incredibly fucked up and he targets it. And he's like, why is this happening? So that's essentially what he was doing. And he had he had Hassan on, who's kind of the voice of reason. Hassan is from day one said, gambling on Twitch, bad, very bad. This is a very bad vice. We should not be doing this. You're not only going to destroy your life, you're going to destroy your viewers' lives, so on and so forth. Very good takes. But he also, Ethan also had on some of the gambling streamers, some of them that quit doing it and some of them that just can't quit doing it. So just to give you an idea, and I, get, I promise this won't take more than a couple of minutes. Right now, these companies are giving Twitch streamers two million a month to stream a gambling stream an hour a day. Right? And that kind of money is life changing money, right? Yeah. So it's 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 a hard situation because these kids are in their twenties, early twenties. You give someone that you throw that kind of money at somebody, I honestly don't blame them for taking it. Because no, that does Especially in this economy. Shit. Yeah, that changes their life. That changes their parents' life. That changes their friends' lives. Um, that is life-changing money. Um, but it's wrong um, on so many levels. Uh, for example, the Trainwrecks guy, he, he he admitted how much he's getting paid from them. 
He also has an affiliate link. So if you see the link and you go to the website and you use it, he gets around $250,000 a month uh, from that alone. The problem is he's over a million dollars in debt with this company yep. because of how much he's been gambling. Because he uses the money that they give him and he uses his own. And, you know, they're telling him, I, I listen to the podcast, they're telling him, dude, you're going to lose everything. Not only you're going to lose your money, you're losing your fans' money. Like, how many kids are taking their kid, their parents' credit card and spending it? You know, how many uh, 20 or 30-year-olds are watching you and they're spending money and losing it? If you're making $250,000 off an affiliate link, that's 5%. That means that that company is getting millions of dollars off of your fans. It's a completely different thing if you're playing the new game and people go out and buy the game because they're like, hey, I like that game because XQC played it. That's different from going, oh, I'm watching their gambling stream and I'm now going to start gambling, which is has like the highest suicide rate for any vice. It, it's just, it's it's extremely bad. And it's so illegal. Like they, they pull up the company's headquarters. I, I don't even remember the country's name. Uh, that's how like, it's a place where people go to hide their money, essentially. Yeah. And it was just straight up a hut. It was like, it looked like it would blow over in one of Florida storms. And that's this company's headquarters. It, it was just so, it was just, it's it's bad right now. When it, And Twitch, for some reason, hasn't done anything about it because it's such a gray area. The, the kid ended up having to move to Canada so he could actually do it. Anyway, that's my tangent about that and gambling. Sorry, that, that's been kind of heavy on um, Twitch this, this last couple of weeks. That's been making all the rounds. Is is this ethical? Should they be doing this? And I put the blame on Twitch. They should ban that immediately. Yeah. You're not going to have some kid have a, you know, uh, a cigarette commercial during, ad, you know, his ad break, right? Like, you shouldn't be putting that on stream. Um, anyway, sorry. That's my tangent. How crazy is that, though, right? Yeah, I. Uh, it's get it's, raid Shadow Legends ad, like you know, do what everyone else does. Right. That's the crazy thing is these people are making, these people are making already millions of dollars no matter what. You know, they're they're bringing in a lot of money on advertisements. They don't have to do that. For example, Asmongold, probably one of the top streamers. He's a millionaire a bunch of times over. He doesn't have to do that. He drinks Mountain Dew on stream. You know what I mean? Like he does normal stuff. Right. He doesn't uh, do anything like that. Same with um, same with Hassan. Hassan has his Twitch partners and he tells the audience every day, you're the reason I'm here. You're the reason your subscription is what pays for this. And that's why you'll never see anything crazy like that. Every once in a while, he does... Uh, what do you call it? Uh, an ad, or basically he plays a video game, whatever game the company, you know, the Dungeons and Dragons, whatever that uh, Xbox game is, you know, he played it for a day. He, he was a, you know, stuff, normal stuff, not these incredibly crippling vices. Yeah, that can destroy you. So sorry about that. I don't even know why I got on that, but anyway. No, it's. I mean, you know, you you you're right. This is something that like this. Twitch needs Twitch forgets the power it has, mm -hmm. and it needs to do better at that. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and Asmongold was on it talking about how this is going to be another ad apocalypse because it's once it comes down, 
it's going to affect everybody. Once the government realizes what's going on, that's the thing. Who, who knows how many people have reported it yet, but not just our government. Once Sweden, I believe it's Sweden, finds out that in their country, their viewers are watching uh, someone gamble thousands, of, millions of dollars essentially on stream. And the only thing that's uh, preventing them from watching is they have to sign into a website. Once that country finds out, Twitch will be locked out of Sweden. Suddenly, advertisers are not going to want to advertise on Switch or Twitch because of this stuff. This is an ad apocalypse all over again. Yeah. And it's going to affect everyone on that platform, um, especially the little guys, because they're they're not going to want to work with people that are not affiliates and all that other stuff. Right. Right. So it it yeah it, that's been a big issue with Twitch and the gaming world in the last couple of weeks is what should they do about that? So yeah. Anyway. Craziness. Absolute yeah, and, craziness. And hats off to the ones that have turned it down and walked away from it because that's a lot of money to just walk away from. That's life-changing money. Yeah, I, I, like, I, I wouldn't turn down the money. Yeah, no. It's, it's, what you're doing is wrong. Yeah, it's $2 million. Nah. Yeah. Sorry. They had one, they had one of the kids on, Aiden Ross. I think he's like 20, 21. I'm sorry, he's like 21. Uh, and they had him on. He's fly, he has to fly to Mexico to play it. And they they confronted him because he admitted he's like, yeah, you're right, you're, you're right. This this is wrong. He's like, you're literally losing your fans' money. He's like, you're right. He's like, so you're gonna quit now? And he's like, I have to fulfill my obligation. So like, it's <laughs> it's fucked up. It's really fucked up. <laughs> yeah, because two million, like you said, man. Whew. I had, yeah, like that kind of money, like like that that takes like that buys my mom a house and takes care of her. Like I'm yeah, and it and all it costs me is my soul. Yeah, done. Like sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm... Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. It's 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 been it's been crazy to watch. Um. Yeah. So that's been what's going on with Twitch. Yeah. Anyway, where this, were we? This <laughs> be a new segment this week on shitty Twitch. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Not to not the good part of Twitch. The good part of Twitch is still being the good part of Twitch. But here's the bad part of Twitch. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, no. No. They haven't done a. They need to do another Bob Ross marathon. They haven't done that for a while. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dude, I think you should check out Hassan. I think you'd really like his his stuff. Yeah. Because it's it doesn't feel like you're watching. Because he doesn't. He hardly plays video games. It's yeah. mostly political commentary, but it's not cheesy or lame or whatever. Right. Right. Yeah. He, he goes in on these, uh, I don't know. Anyway, so go ahead. <laughs> did you see in, in a, in a slightly related note, did you see that cinema sins was trending this week on, on Twitter? Did I see what was trending? Cinema sins. No, I didn't. So somebody, I don't remember. I don't remember who, um, talked about the fact that cinema sins revolutionized film criticism and basically, we should all be grateful. And in something that surprised me, and gladly surprised me, the bulk of Twitter seemed to rally around the idea that, uh, no, that's not what they did at all. Um, okay. They made, what was the, the, one of the tweets that I liked basically was just like, no, what it did was make it seem like um, emotional disconnect from a movie and picking out you know, plot holes and goofs makes you seem intellectual. Right. And right, that's right. crap. Um, yeah. 
But the it's so true too, man. I can't tell you how many movies I've watched, enjoyed, and you go to talk to someone, they're like, "Well, the lighting, you know, it just wasn't up to." <laughs> I don't know. And I, it's, they pick it, apart little things. And my thing is, like, how much study on that kind of thing have you actually done? Like, it's right. it's one thing to watch, a, a like, the later seasons of Game of Thrones and look at this and just go, that's too dark because you literally can't see anything. Right. Like, that's a that's, – that's something that anybody can pick out. You don't have to, to do any research on that. But mm-hmm. if, you're, if you're really, really going to get into, you know – like well you know this is why this is why this this particular kind of non-diegetic light source completely ruins the the setting in this living room like i you have you do you know what those words mean like honestly right. <laughs> like you need to like i if if you're going to act like you know something you need to to show you you need to show out and yeah. if if you're just if you're just spouting words because you heard them somewhere and they sound cool and you and you don't have any real clue what those mean, then just shut up. And yeah. and the idea that Cinema Sins is satire is ridiculous. It may have started yeah. that way. Like I I I wouldn't doubt that at the very beginning that was the idea. Was that they were so they were hypercritical as a way of poking fun of review of movie critics. I would understand that. I wasn't there when it started. I I I rarely ever watched anything they did because the couple of times that I have I was like oh my god this is just this is nitpicky to the point of being you know just ridiculous and I can understand it like at the beginning the idea was satire it was like this is this is just the this is criticism taken to to a ridiculous level sure fine I get that Somewhere along the way, they stopped with the satire and actually turned into, no, no, these are actual critiques of movies now, and it's things that are ridiculous, and we mean it. And it's just, no, we don't need that. It's not, yeah. it's not clever. It's not, right. it's not, oh, hey, look, I, I pointed out that, you know, this thing that's that's briefly shown on a whiteboard is somehow connected to the plot in a way that I think doesn't make sense because I say this thing instead. And it's like, you're, you're not, it, it doesn't make you, you're not suddenly, Oh, I broke the movie because I, I noticed this, this thing that's not a plot hole at all, but I'm saying it is. So, you know, pay attention to me. And unfortunately, how popular are they on YouTube? Yeah. And it's, 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 it's ridiculous. It, it hurt film criticism. And it's mm-hmm. it's it, it it hurt the idea of how people watch movies because how many people do you know watch movies and they're looking for things to go wrong and I'm like just watch oh, yeah. the damn movie just enjoy the movie and if at the end of the day you didn't like the movie or you didn't enjoy the movie or something didn't make sense in the movie that's one thing but if you're oh, gonna yeah. if you're gonna sit there and pick apart every little continuity error then then just don't watch movies because you're not enjoying it. You're not there to have fun, and nope. movies aren't made for people like that. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've, there's a lot of people I don't even talk to about Marvel movies anymore because I'm like, why, why do you even watch them? You clearly do not like them. They're all the same to you. You don't like them whatsoever. Why do you continue to watch them? You know? Yeah. It's like if I didn't like, I don't know, uh Name a series. Um, it, ugh, I don't know. If I didn't like the Conjuring movies, because I thought, which I do love. I fucking love Conjuring movies. But if I didn't, 
and I was I've seen the first one and then I saw the second one and I'm like, oh, that's I don't like that either. You wouldn't put uh, if you don't like mushrooms, you're not you're not going to eat it the next day. You're going to stop. You're going to go. That's not for me. Yeah. But some people literally go out of their way, like you said, to just nitpick and to be like, try to be the cleverest. Like they're the first person that had that thought. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, I think I see a shadow from the boom, Mike. Okay. Anne. Right. Like, really? <laughs> like that's... Sometimes that stuff is cool. I like think about how many times Star Wars has that in it. Like where the guy hits his head and it becomes this just meme for years. Right. I, I hate that they edited out jeans guy. Yeah, I was like, leave yeah, it exactly. in. Leave, leave the it. warts and all. That's what makes it cool. You, you know, you every once in a while you need to be reminded. There's people behind the scenes making this cool shit. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and you can, and and obvious, and it's you know, it, are you going to be able to get away with that in like a period drama? No, of course not. No, no but no, in yeah. something like that, a slight, you know, minuscule half second goof that nobody noticed until somebody pointed <laughs> it out, like like it's <sighs> fine. It, it's not it's not the end of the world let the let the right. fan base have fun and run with it like it's 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 okay it's mm-hmm. it's okay but i i i cannot talk to people who are gonna sit and and pick apart the tiniest most inconsequential things about about movies that that's not about yeah. like if you want to sit and have a technical discussion about the cinematography in something like uh, like 1917. All right, fine. That warrants that discussion. I'm okay with that. But if you want to sit and you want to nitpick every tiny little thing about, you know, oh, I, I, like you said, with Marvel movies, like if somebody is really going to go through Guardians Volume 2 with a fine-tooth technical comb, stop. <laughs> Just stop. Exactly. You're not doing anybody you. any favors, especially yourself. You look like a tool. Right. Like, oh, yeah. Just stop. Yeah, I agree, dude. I just, but so so that was a thing that happened. And I was I was glad to see like the majority of responses were like, no, actually, this kind of sucks, and yeah. it's kind of ruined how people watch movies. And I agree. Yeah, let's uh let's let's talk TV news. We got to we got two. I'm gonna I'm gonna flip the order that we've got them here on the notes because they they run into to each other in an interesting mm-hmm. way. Um, a couple of things from Netflix. Um, they announced the premiere date for the last season of Lucifer. It's going to be September 10th. Yeah. And I am hella excited. Um, so I'm pretty sure, I th- I'm pretty sure season six is going to be the last season. I think that's what they said. Um, yeah. So I was like, all right, cool. Bet. Let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Um, and, but the, uh, the showrunner, Joe Henderson, is not going to be, uh, hurting for work anytime soon because he's working on a different uh, project for Netflix after this. is a live-action Pokemon series. Hell yeah, dude. We've been we've been talking about this for a while. Yeah, and I think the fact that Detective Pikachu did really well and looked really well and was received really well was definitely the, like, all right, cool, we can do this. Like, we can, oh, yeah. we can sink the time and effort and money into it. Like, it'll work. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man, we've uh, we've heard some pitches, and I won't say from who because he's not worth mentioning. Right. Um, but I like the idea of of a Netflix series. What what would you like to see them do? I I, I do like, even though the person is completely problematic, I like the idea of a James series or or you know um, 
I want a trainer focused series if that makes sense. Could be Ash, could be Red. Red would be cool. Yeah. Um, I loved the idea of like James and his mom was Team Rocket, but she left when he was young and he kind of falls to the dark side a little bit. I thought that well, that's a cool idea. What would you like to see a Pokemon live action movie? I I feel like we're I, I think that's the way to go is to be is to to in a sense take what what they do with the the anime series and just and and follow not the same exact like don't follow it beat for beat or anything but the idea of like here's this you know core little group and we follow them um i i feel like that's that's probably the the easiest pitch mm-hmm. um i like the idea of taking i i I, I just I I worry about the idea of an original character. I, I think they can do original it like for example, if they just copy Mandalorian, it would work. Fair. One hundred percent if he finds a Pokemon and you know, he's like, I'm done with that, you know, like an ex gym leader or something. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, you could totally do that. I think that that, that show showed that you could totally have a uh, uh, you know, not a lot of speaking, just show the world, show everything, you know? Yeah. Um, no, I, 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 I agree. Um, but I just, I, I'm not sure. I, I don't yeah. know exactly where to go with that because there are so many ways to go. Yeah. You know, you could, you could take any existing character and, and pin it down and say, all right, we're going to do this. Um, you could you could go in so many different directions with it. You know, you could focus on on a Pokemon Center. You could focus on the police. You could do a you could I mean hell you could do a corporate espionage show of somebody who's involved yeah. in Silfco and they realize right. that oh god this is a horrible terrible place to work at. What do I what do I do? Right. You know, like there's you know obviously it's it's going to be at least kid friendly so it's not going to be something heavily dramatic um right, right but right. there's I, I i there's so many so many so many different ways to to go about it um, ranger pokemon ranger you know all sorts of different things right right there's you know i, th- I think people want the I think people do want the trainer though. I think that was maybe the biggest complaint from the first movie is people were like this is cool or no, maybe, maybe let me phrase that. Going into Detective Pikachu, I think a lot of people were like, "Detective Pikachu, why can't we get like, yeah, what what we're used to in the games?" And um, maybe that's what this is. Is there going? Okay, yeah, we can do that, but yeah. it worked better as a series. I I tell you what, I would like, and and I think this would this would be a way to to bring in to bring in new people and also to appease you know our generation and get us hooked back into it. I. I like the idea of of a prequel on an established character. I would like to see a young Professor Oak. Oh, that's I'm, I. That's the origin story that I think would tell the most captivating kind of because that's also a young audience story. Yeah, like he like that's very much a he grew up, he explored, he traveled, and he wound up being a Pokemon professor. Like I I think that's a great. That that's a fun, and it can also be a. It can have. I don't want to say it's an educational show, but it can have that kind of a feel to it as a kids' show. 
Yeah. You know, there you go. It can be in that. It can be in a little bit of that style where it's it's not just you know it's not just a a a a, a kid show, but there's also that kind of an element to it. Um, and now's the time to do it, man. Pokemon is so it's so it just feels like it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. The you got the Pokemon Go, you have the card game now that you can't find in the stores. Now is the time to do this. Yeah. Um, you got the movies. We know we're going to get another Detective Pikachu. Um, and now we're going to have a live action series. Now is the time to do it for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, I can't wait for that. Um, yeah. That's... Netflix. The only thing is Netflix I'm a little worried with, but we'll see. Netflix is trying to find and needs their answer to every other streaming service. You know, yeah, and yeah. they're and I and I think that if there's if nothing else, this could be it. This is the oh, big. Yeah. Why do you have Netflix? Well, they've got they've got Pokemon. I absolutely one hundred percent can tell you that this would be. This has absolutely the potential to be something on the level of, you know, a Marvel property at Disney Plus or, uh, or like uh, like Game of Thrones over on. HBO Max, you know, oh, this, yeah. this absolutely can be on that level for Netflix. This can be the thing that they've been looking for, for how long have they been trying to find their own ground yeah. now it's, between, it's, between it's, this and stranger things. Like, I mean, that's, right. you know, what else, what other Netflix originals do they have that carry any kind of tremendous pop culture weight? It's true. Uh, I mean, yeah, this is the most profitable franchise in history. So yeah. there's a lot of money to be made with this. Yep. And they could just keep going with this forever, as we can tell, as we've seen. Oh, um, sure. And you can have and you can have spin off like here's the the great thing about Netflix is you can also have how many different spin-offs and limited yep. series spin-offs. You want a, a Pokemon Rangers limited series, you got it. Hey, how about something for little kids that's a Pokemon Snap series? Mm-hmm. Like that or the one the one-shot movies yeah. how, or how they're doing Fear Street. Yeah. You do the series and then suddenly you find out that like in December there's a Christmas special? Yeah. What? <laughs> that would be rad, you know? Like that's yeah. there's this is the prop if they screw this up going forward, then Netflix can't handle their shit. Uh, because there's there is i i understand that there are a thousand ways that this can go wrong but there are a billion ways that this can go right yes and oh yeah and there's there are so many right choices here they should make all of them oh yeah absolutely there's there's been three video game franchises that i've talked about over the last couple of years that i think deserve a series pokemon was the number one you have elder scrolls and not so much warcraft now because everything is going on but that could totally have its own world. Um, I have no idea why, why, uh, um, did I say EverQuest? I meant Elder Scrolls Online. I'm sorry, Elder Scrolls. Um, Elder Scrolls 100% should have a television series. Uh, how big that world is, how, and that is your fantasy series. That's your Game of Thrones. Um, but Pokemon, yes, that is a long time coming. Like, this is, should have been happening years ago, and now is actually probably the best time to do it. So, I don't yeah. know. Um, speaking of, did you see Dragon Age is getting a Netflix series? That doesn't surprise me. Yep. I was like, oh, so close to Elder Scrolls, but okay, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, dude, that's a 
fucking that's that's it's not Dungeons and Dragons, but it's close, right? Like that is there you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. That Dragon Age there it was like it was announced like a day or so after this one. So it's like Netflix is just kind of like let's let's get them in. Let's get them in with these series. Um, spend the money. Yeah. And people will show out, you know? Yep. Especially when it's good. Yeah. Oh yeah. But you know, that's always isn't that always the catch? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um but but hey, if you have something that's terrible, you can turn it around. You know, we've we've seen that in the past where it's like, you know, this thing wasn't particularly great, but we we spun it into into something that that saved it or whatever, mm-hmm. if you will. Uh, like Showtime is trying to do with Dexter. Yeah. That's there. I love how they're basically just like, yeah, you know what? That finale was awful. We're going to do a, a little like extra season to try to fix it. Yeah. And I, I wish them the best. I will. I will definitely watch this. Um, but I'm, I'm cautious. I am very cautious. We got the, we, we got the first actual trailer this weekend and I mean, cool. It looks like Dexter. Like I, 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 you know, I wasn't going to ask for anything else, but I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Well, we'll, we'll see, I guess. Um, yeah. But I really hope this is them just wanting to put a button on this and not try to do like three or four more seasons. Like I, yeah, because that was the the problem with that show was that it went on too long. Like, oh yeah, there's a specific point where I thought they should have stopped because it came full circle. Yeah, Trinity. Yes, that was it. I was like, that's it. There you go. That's how you end it because that is just a bow on. Yeah. Done. And, and I, it's not the and it's not the. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but it's not the happy ending. It's the ending that, of course, will happen. Right. Yeah. And so. I, you know, sure, there was dramatic territory to be explored after that, in a sense. But it was not done right. Yeah. And I, you know, it. it I, I would have rather it just stopped there than it kept going yeah. into what it was. Because um, that gets people talking years later, like, remember how that show ended? Like, who saw that coming? Yeah, where we should have seen that coming, and we thought, no, it's Hollywood; they're not going to do that. Oh, they did it. Yeah, that you, to show some restraint is hard. <laughs> it's tough, especially when you're just when Showtime was like, oh, we got a hit; we can't stop now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then it 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 went into a slow but steady decline. And if the oh, if that finale had just ended when it looked like it was going to end, yes, it would have been like okay. That's 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 good. That is a place to stop, and that works. Yeah. And then they faded back in, and I was like, oh no, oh no, no, right? Oh no, 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 no. But I, I hopefully they've they've learned from that mistake, and you know they're they're actually going to have like I like I said, I'm gonna watch it. We'll see what happens. Um, Yeah. But uh, something that I honestly don't know if I'm going to watch or not. Blumhouse and WWE Entertainment are developing. I don't know what their uh, production company brand is. So it's, I know WWE Entertainment is redundant as ATM machine, but whatever. Um, ah. Are working on a limited series based on the '90s steroid trial. Talk about overdue. Uh, yeah, but you know, uh, the idea that like we're gonna get this thing of Vince McMahon is the good guy is just kind of cringe to me. <laughs> 
Are we getting Vince McMahon as the good guy in this? I, I, yes, because oh, WWE, right. WWE Studios is is working right. on it. So yes, it's going to be a fluff piece about how how persecuted Vince McMahon was by the United States government, and he triumphed. Oh, no. That's what that show is absolutely going to be. No question. Oh no! Yeah, this is not the this is not the hey let's let's take a look at just how kind of crap this this world and this business. I saw Blumhouse and I was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, they're yeah, no, they're working with WWE Studios, and it's that's how you know it's gonna suck, like because they will absolutely not allow Vince to be portrayed in a negative light. Not we're not gonna get a real story about him until he passes away, unfortunately. No, and even then, you know, life rights are a pain in the ass. Like that's wait, so is that okay? Yeah, I didn't even think about that. They had to fight for the rights of Steve Jobs, didn't they? Yeah. You can't just go, hey, it's an historical person. Let's make a movie about him. No, you have to. There's there are there are different kinds of rights. Like you can do that with a book. Like you can you can get the rights to a a, a biography. But even then, there's still there, uh. there are still yeah. Life rights are complicated. Life rights are really mm. are really not. It's not just as simple as like, hey, I'm gonna do this. It's like I, they, yeah. you get a little bit of leeway with public figures, in terms of like you know. Things that are said in public and ca- and people who they are in public, like that's fair game. But yeah. you know, if you're you're going to to try to fictionalize, you know, conversations that they had in private or whatever, then you get into then you get into trouble. That's that's where life rights come in and everything. Let's, let's talk about wrestling for a second. Have you been watching any of it? Uh, a little bit. Um, I've so I've been trying to keep tabs with WWE just because they're doing a show in Charlotte here in a couple weeks, and I'm going. Because okay. I'm, I just I just want to go. Like the energy yeah. is going to be insane. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? I get it, dude. I get it. It's been a long time since they've had live shows, and they just started a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah, yeah. They started back with That's Money in the, the Bank, fun. and yeah. And they actually they started back with SmackDown. And look, I'll give them this. They started that the best way possible when they had Vince come out and like in front of a crowd for the first time and just go, "Where the hell you been?" And then walk off. I was like, that was understated, and I didn't expect that from WWE, and I'm here for it. Like, that was not, that was a way to open it. It's like, all right, cool. We, we get I it. I gotta go back and watch it. Was Money in the Bank where they, the first live show? Uh, the SmackDown before that, actually. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay, but is that, wait, when Vince came out, was that Money Smackdown. in the Bank? No, SmackDown. SmackDown, yeah. Okay, I'll go find that. I'm sure that's on YouTube. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's, yeah, I mean, I... it's just simple. It's, he comes out, he says one line, and he walks off. Like that's it. That's how you do it. And it's like, all right, cool. I we got it. We're good. Yeah. Um, I've been hearing. So I haven't watched wrestling in a while, long time. That's fair. And yeah, but I'm hearing rumblings of CM Punk and Daniel Bryan at AEW. That's that's the big rumor. Um, apparently CM Punk the 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 word is that CM Punk is completely signed, and they're just waiting probably until I think the. It's the first week in September, I think, is when they do... Because they're doing, like, a whole week of shows in Chicago. They're doing Dynamite. They're doing... Uh, I don't remember the name of their, like, upcoming Friday show. Whatever, Thursday or Friday, whatever the second show is they're doing. Um, and then, of course, All Out, which has been in Chicago since they started. Yes. Um, but... That's where you... That's where... Here's what I'm afraid of. I hope they don't announce him ahead of time. I know that's what they're going to do. Um that's the show you walk out on. And I yeah. understand he has the rights or the permission to play uh, 
the the music that he the last bit of music that he had at yeah cult of personality yeah cult of personality yeah and daniel bryant that music is not wwe's right that's like we've heard that a million times that yeah because that because flight of the valkyries is something that like they may have the rights to that arrangement because of everything that was added into it but you can just as easily have a different one like it's because it's a classical piece they're all exactly I'm pretty sure all of that is public domain. So yeah, just tweak it a little. Um, tweak it a little bit, but you have the, you know, the, the the lead up with yeah. So man, you that's that's what you do. That that would get me to watch AEW in a heartbeat. Yeah. Um, for sure. I know. I know. Punk said, he, you know, he was afraid that like if he just came back to wrestling now, he would just be doing bad wrestling because um, he didn't like anything going on on any of the shows. Yeah. He thought WWE is a joke. And he didn't like what he was seeing at AEW. Um, a lot of the stuff he said he just can't take serious. Yeah. Um, this would be the injection to make it serious. Um, him being allowed to say whatever he wants and do whatever he wants, that's the first thing I would do. I would say, you're allowed to do whatever you want. Give us the mic, uh, you know, the, what, what do they call it? The mic bomb or whatever? Pipe bomb. Pipe bomb. Do that. Like, you get I... on TV and go full Jim Cornette, right? Like, however you want to talk. Right, uh, but he, the thing that everybody is going to expect, but he doesn't, but he's not going to do. He's not going to grab a mic and start trashing WWE because he's tired of that. No, I, that's, I get that. Like that's I'm not, not going to be his trash. thing. Yeah, I'm saying just be real. Yeah, because that is so. It's not wrestling right now. There's nothing like it. That's when it's at its best. When you're just like, wait a second, is he going off script? That's what I mean. Yeah. Um, uh, and I also do think I, I and everyone else has super high expectations when they see him because it's been so long. Um, but that's how you get butts in the seat, man. You get someone like that that can really talk on the mic and show up. That'll be a lot of fun. Um, same with Daniel Bryan. I mean, Daniel Bryan's a worker. I imagine, I imagine both of them will be very limited, which is cool. Um, It'll be something when they show up, I guess. Yeah. Uh, it'll be more than like Brock Lesnar shows up, you know? Yeah, I don't know so much about Brian, though. I think Brian would want to be there every week and and work. That's true. Him more. But I, I guess what I'm saying is they're not going to be as heavy as they were on WWE. Like, that's one of the – both of their main issues was, hey, we're getting hurt. We can't do this every week. Well, and that was a that was a touring – that was a touring schedule thing, too. It wasn't just, hey, show up for TV, you know, once, maybe twice a week. You know, they were on the road, you know, five, Uh, six days a week, every week. You're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah, those schedules are are way, way different. That'll be something to see, man. There's a lot of people that – Braun Strowman, where is he at right now? Because I know he's not – They'll bring him back. They'll bring him back to WWE. WWE is scared shitless of AEW right now just because they're signing – you know, they signed Aleister Black. And brought well, and and put him out on the show, and people went crazy because he's good, and they're gonna let him showcase being good. And now, if they've got Punk and Brian, you know, imagine what happens if Braun walks out on that show and stands yeah. and stands there face to face. You know, he stand he walks out Huge. and gets face to face with Lance Archer. Like, yeah. I mean, that's that's just he's a monster. You know, well, what, what sucks is they. He, so how did this work? From what I understand, they fired Braun because he had a giant contract, like $5 million or something. 
Did he not get his money? I don't know how guaranteed money in contracts work. I okay, so that's that is what I'm afraid of is they let him go and now they're gonna hire him back for like pennies. Well, and that's up to him. That's True. entirely his choice. If he they they lay out a contract and say, "Here's what we're going to pay you," he has every right to look at that and go, "Nah, it's crap," and That's walk true. away from it. That's in that ball is entirely in his court, and they may negotiate to something where it's not quite what he was being paid, but it's a number he can work with. You know, that's that all is entirely up to him if he yeah. wants to take a deal or not. That's going to be interesting to see where he goes. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, especially if Brian and Punk are going to be at AEW, that is, man, it's this is <laughs> this is totally 90s all over again uh, to have the biggest uh, stars kind of move over. Yeah. And Braun's young, too. That's the thing. He's one of the younger ones. So, eh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's interesting. It's very yeah. interesting. But, I mean, let's, you know, let's not forget TNA brought in a lot of of players from WWE too. And that wasn't enough to save them because they made, because they made other, other terrible decisions, but that's true. I think wherever you go, you don't, you don't really want to rock the boat too much with the other company because WWE is the Disney of wrestling, right? Like you're going to want to end up in the hall of fame. You're going to want to, you know, all that kind of stuff, like go away and make a bigger name somewhere else. And who knows, maybe come back, you know, for retirement. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting. I'll definitely be watching if that happens. When 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 is this in for in Chicago? Uh, first week of September starts. I think on the first. I think that's I think that dynamite is September first, and then uh, Ram, Rampage oh. I think is the second show that they're doing. The the SmackDown to their Raw I think it's. Uh... Oh okay yeah they're they're yeah they got like the hour on okay that makes sense. Yeah, because um, well, you because they have they have AEW Dark and AEW Dark Elevation on YouTube. They've got uh, Dynamite on on TBS TNT TNT, um, and I think Rampage is going to be on TBS. I think. Interesting. Yeah. So they got mm. they got a lot going on. They've got a lot going on, but I mean you know they've got they they have the money to back it, and they have a good product. Like AEW does good work. You know, oh yeah, but uh, I mean, hell, they're helping keep uh, impact continually relevant. So I mean, there's that. You know, I mean, that's yeah. It, it, impact wrestling will never die. I saw that. I saw that somebody's YouTube video a few <laughs> days ago, and I was like, you know what? Fair. In yeah. some way, shape, or form, it will always endure. It was TNA, then it was TNA Impact, and then it was you know, GFW impact. And now it's just impact, but like that company in some shape or form has been around for 20 years and it's been through wars and self-inflicted catastrophes and it's still here. Yeah. (laughs) That's, that's saying something. That's true. Oh yeah, absolutely. But I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. I'm, I, I I would not be surprised to see Braun come back to WWE here in a bit. Yeah. Um, I I fairly confident that they'll have. I what I would love to see is uh, is MJF come out. Like that's what I want to see. Like in the lead up to All Out, or maybe at All Out. You know, at some point the lights go out, static. 
cult of personality starts playing. Crowd goes absolutely mm-hmm. nuts. And MJF walks out. Yeah, that would be great. The absolute nuclear heat. Yeah. Oh, the bottles would fly. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, and to see them two go at it, too, would be great. Oh, that's a promo war. And a, like, don't even, like, they don't even have to wrestle. Yeah. Just a promo off between those two. Yeah. Holy hell. That'd be great. That would that would be something. That would that's worth the price of admission by itself. Oh yeah. That's nuts. But Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Um and really I mean the only other thing that, that we had going on this week news wise was the the official reveal that they're doing a Dead Space remake. Yeah. Um but you know, I'm just like, all right, cool. That's I'm 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 excited about that. Like, let's do it. But yeah, yeah. They showed the uh, battlefield, or uh, was it portals? Yeah. Did you see that? Where it's like all the different time frames kind of uh, pushed into each other, and you can like create different uh, games. You don't even have to own the game to create modes in the game. Interesting. Yeah, which who knows what that will spawn. I mean, that kind of creativity we got, you know, Dota from Warcraft 3, you know. Yeah. Um, we got Player Unknown's Battlegrounds from Arma. So, like, being it, like, basically they're just handing you the tools, all the different time periods. You can set different modes, uh, set up the map however you want, from what I understand, um, and then go. And so you could have like they were showing like what do they what do they call the thing to uh, they electrocute your stomach real fast to get your heart going what what is that called? Uh, I I know what you mean on the battlefield yeah, yeah. They, it showed a bunch of them running on one side of the screen and then on the other side they had like syringes or something so like you could set all kind of crazy different modes um, but yeah it looks cool yeah. it's definitely different yeah well, that's true yeah. But yeah, there hasn't been much video game news. Uh, everyone's kind of gotten out of the way of all of this fucking terrible Blizzard shit. Um, yeah, I don't know. Hey, if you're looking for a fun MMO game, come try Final Fantasy. Are you going to be playing it anytime soon? I, I keep wanting to say yes, and then I keep having to go to work. Like, I have oh, no, yeah. Like, I, like, every day that I work is doubles. Like, when I, when I go to work, I wake up, go to work... And then come home, change, go to work, come home, go to bed. Like, that's my... Yeah. Those are my days, and it sucks. Because um, I yeah. don't. Like, I have, like, one one or two days where it's like, okay, cool, I get to do whatever. And that's, you know, errands and chores and, and, and stuff. I haven't... I'm still so far behind on, like, any anything that I've wanted to watch to catch up on. Like, I haven't put a dent in anything. It's just... Yeah. It's, I just, I don't have the time. I want to. I, I enjoyed as far as I got, and I want to get farther, but it's just, I, I for right now, I don't have the time. Yeah. Yeah, dude, well. But, busy, busy, busy. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, that's, that's how it goes. Yeah. Hopefully here, and I just, I just got to get through the summer. You know, I got to make it to September, and then it'll, it'll wind down a little. Yeah. Because I've it's great. I work in two industries that when kids go back to school, everything falls off a cliff. <laughs> right, that's true. <laughs> but that's I, true. I, I'm, 
I am I'm looking forward to that. Like this this summer has been kicking my ass and it's not over yet. You know, Jungle Cruise next week. We got Suicide Squad the week after that. I am really not looking forward to working that. Oh yeah. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a good movie and I'm I'm glad we're getting it. Oh god. I have a feeling that's gonna be my favorite DC movie. That's fair. I I'm... I would not be surprised to be on that same boat at all. I'm yeah, I've got a feeling about that. <laughs> It looks so much like so much fun. Yeah, and that's the thing. It looks fun. When's the last oh, yeah. time DC made a fun movie? Yep. I mean, Aquaman that's... was kind of fun, maybe. Um, yeah. Wonder Woman 1984 was fun. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like that it was a very... It really did kind of try to, to reach back to the old superhero movie idea. Like, it, yeah. it wanted to be more of like a Donner-era superhero film. Yeah, you know, I, I dig that. Um, but hell yeah, yeah. The last time they they actually were like, hey, we can, you know, it, I, I, Shazam. Actually, Shazam was fun. Shazam was dark as hell in some parts, mm-hmm. but it was fun. Yeah, it's true. Best thing I ever did with with posters outside. I put up we had a poster. Uh, what the hell was the movie about? It was basically like One Direction fanfic, and they made a movie about it. Um, Wait, what? Oh yeah, it was, it was, it was one of those where it's like they they wrote it and then they changed the names and so it's like oh well it's not copyright infringement anymore. Uh, what was it called? After, I think. Um, and then we had um, because I live in the Bible Belt, you know, we had a pl- we had a a uh, a it, it wasn't so much a pro life movie as it was a decidedly anti abortion movie, uh, mm. and it was called Unplanned. Okay. And then uh, I put up the Shazam poster. So I had a movie about, you know, a torrid romance, and a movie about unplanned pregnancy, and then I had a movie about adoption. <laughs> and that was the <laughs> most fun thing I've ever done with the, Oh, wow. I was, I was like, if you know, then you know. But nobody yeah. knew, so it was just me that, that it made laugh. Um, Do you get to take any of these movie posters or signs home? Nope, they get sent back. Oh no, that they, sucks. Yep, those those are property of whoever, uh, who, of the marketing companies of of whoever it is that that sends them out. So now they're because because there's also the thing of like, well, you know, if people take them, you know, well then they can go up on eBay, and that's a whole like that's that's all kinds of trouble. So mm. they don't. Nope, not a not a thing. Unfortunate. It's sad, but it's unfortunate. Yeah, because some of them are really, really cool. But uh, oh yeah, but no, and it's like I get to I get to put them up and take care of them, and that's like all right, and they go back in the tube. <laughs> but but I get it. Like it's I I understand I understand. Like I get where they're going with it. Because otherwise, I mean, people would just hoard them. You know? Yeah. But you know, I see I see. There's a new video game studio with a pretty cool name. Okay. Um, uh, it's Sony and Infinity Ward alumni. The name of the studio is called That's No Moon. <laughs> the AAA indie development studio, they, they're calling it. There's, that's No Moon. If their <laughs> first game does not take place in a space station, I'm going to forcibly rename them. Right. <laughs> Honestly. Like, I don't care what it's about. I don't care what it does. I don't care if it's a 25-second, you know, little Unity <laughs> engine game. I don't care. <laughs> right. 
your first your first if that's what you're going to name your studio your first game has to be on a be set on a space station yes you don't have a choice i love studios named like this especially like there was a the the tv studio that's like that's one bad hat harry or it's called bad hat i believe yeah and because that's because it's taken from a line from jaws from jaws exactly i love that i love these it's i love these studio names yeah that's no moon entertainment. That's great. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you know, if that's the name you're going to go with, then, you know, I'm just saying, you know, it better yeah. be set on a space station. For sure. Our first game comes out and it's about moles or something. Just be like, nope, nope, taking it back. Right. Is there any upcoming games you're interested in? Uh, oh, what do we have coming out? There's a couple. Uh, Far Cry 6 I'm always going to be excited for until it comes out. Uh, oh, that's kind of what New World felt a little bit like was the crafting in the game kind of reminded me of Far Cry Primal. Okay. And, and, okay. Am I remembering this wrong? Because I was talking to a friend and I'm like, Far Cry Primal had a ton of crafting. He's like, no, it didn't. It didn't have that much crafting at all. And I thought, am I completely remembering this wrong? Because I thought that's all it was. It had some. Um, so maybe I'm completely wrong on this. Maybe, but I don't – like I uh... – I, I don't remember exactly because I haven't played I haven't played Primal in forever. I remember picking up berries, twigs, sticks, stones, like literally everything. Yeah. Because the idea of that game is you literally make everything. Yeah, I mean you're not wrong there, but I don't remember just how much you actually crafted. Okay. But I I mean at least I may I may be wrong. Um, but that's what this dude. There's half of New World literally is going out into the world crafting everything uh making it uh improving your items there's a there's auction house in the game um it's cool it's it's also like extremely integrated with twitch of course because it's amazon right yeah they they want they're going to push this game for streamers 100 percent sure um and it's kind of made for that like especially the pvp i went and this is what i was saying like I like the worlds, how they're set, where there's, it's just one layer. There is a streamer server called Olympus. It's where Tim the Tapman plays, Asmongold, all these people. And when you go on there, there are so many people PvPing. They're out in the world. It, it does not feel empty, and that's a really cool feeling with these kind of games. Nice. Yeah, it's just like Final Fantasy. I don't believe there's any um, layering with Final Fantasy either. So it's it's pretty cool. You can bump into people, you can make a name for yourself, uh, get into a guild, and there's always something to do. Like I said, when you're when you when you get thrown in, and after you do the tutorial stuff and you finally get where people are at, I'm just watching a ton of people just doing world PvP, which is so rad. Nice. Yeah. So I don't know. I th- I think I think a lot of people are gonna really like this. Uh, it's got its problems, but especially when this comes on console, like this is just, this is going to be huge on console, I think. Fair, fair. Yeah. So we got, oh, oh, shoot. Um, the micro, uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator came out yesterday. I oh. forgot all about that. Like, I was actually really excited for that. I thought that game already came out. I It's been on PC for a while oh. um, it came to a, a game pass on consoles yesterday okay gotcha that's what happened that's that was that was how that happened. oh i need to download that real quick 
Um, you know, I've been playing a lot of Baldur's Gate three. That's fair. It's extremely D and I'm gonna do my first D and D actual real D and D uh, in like two weeks from now, which is exciting. Nice, our, very cool. Our, our dungeon master is coming up with a game. Um, I have to create a character. I think I'm gonna be a ranger. My name is gonna be Rig, and I, my cat's gonna be called Big Tig. Um, <laughs> that's what I've come up with so far. I don't think anyone listens to my podcast that's gonna be in it. So, and I've got like an app on my phone I downloaded uh, to do cat sounds. Fair hold enough. On. Hold on, I totally had it muted. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so like when I tell it to do things, they'll hear it. I don't know. I think it's gonna be fun. Um, but yeah, dude, Baldur Gates three is super fucking fun. Maybe I, I don't know if I should talk about it now or next week. I'll talk about it next week as well. But I have put so many hours into that game. It is so much fun. That's the game I'm playing when I'm not doing any kind of MMO thing. Okay. Um, and I love that you just you roll the dice in that game with everything you do. You try to get someone to do something, you roll, and I don't I don't know it's initiative or whatever it is. Um, but you open a door, you roll the dice to see what happens. Uh, all sorts of different things, and it's it's so addicting in the game. Uh, just the way the interface is and everything else, and the way it the way it plays, it's a ton of fun. But I've been having a blast with that. Nice far yeah yeah i think that's it man i don't think there's any more video game news or anything else really talk about no i think that's got i think that's got it covered for the week yeah i'll get more detail about boulders gate 3 next week uh when i play a little bit more of it but i'm having a blast with it nice yep yep and me and a friend have a bet who can finish final fantasy faster and if she loses, she has to be a lollyfell for a month. If I lose, I have to be a lollyfell for a month. So, which is the little potato people, right? So that's not going to be fun. So <laughs> we'll be trying to beat that. So anyway, yeah, make sure you go to our YouTube, uh, we Geek podcast. Um, uh, we are on a new platform now. We are. We are finally on Pandora. Hell yeah, dude. And we are just search we Geek podcast. We actually do show up. Uh, so. Hell yeah, dude. Sometimes you search for us and you have to scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll. Mm -hmm. um, but no, if you search for us on Pandora, we actually we actually come up. Fuck yeah, hell yeah, dude! Pandora on Spotify, YouTube. Uh, if you have any if you have any things you want to send us, go to you can send it at wegeekpodcast at gmail .com, Our Twitter wegeekpodcast. And yeah, that's it. Uh, we'll see you guys next week, Captain. Captain. <laughs>